0: Welcome to Integral Christian Network podcast, where we explore ways of evolving towards a more loving, inclusive, and embodied mystical Christianity. And we want to welcome all spiritual seekers to ICN's podcasts, where we explore and discuss the source and the edges of mystical embodied practices in today's world. I'm your host, David, and I welcome our other host, Luke. Hey, Luke. Hey,
1: David. How are you doing?
0: I am doing good now that I'm here hanging out with you and getting what to what I get to do which I enjoy so much which is discussing uh, where we believe spirituality is and where we believe spirituality is going and um, I love talking about embodied practices so uh, before we get into my um, particular flavor and passion about this subject I um, Let's talk a little bit about who you are in your context and a little bit about who I am in my context, but let's start with you first.
1: All right, great. Uh, yeah, thanks, David. I'm, I'm super pumped to be here. Maybe it's the coffee I was just sipping down, but I'm feeling really energized and uh, yeah, glad to be here talking about all this. It's definitely my deepest passion and it really has emerged just from a lifetime of wading through christianity (laughs) maybe i'll put it that way i grew up in kind of a fundamentalist context and um was you know somewhat indoctrinated and uh given that container that very strong solid container which now i can look back and see uh the gift that it offered and some of the good things as well as many of the negative things that I had to sort of break through and escape, which took me a while. Uh, but even within that, I, I always was sort of drawn to the experience of God to connecting personally with the divine in a mystical way and was able to experience that even in, in the limitations of a confined fundamentalist Christianity. And when I, uh, like to say, follow the footnotes of the pathway to greater discovery in my reading (laughs) and kind of, uh, made my way through the cracks in the walls and brought it into a, uh, more evolved embrace of embracing Christianity, uh, that really started in college. And, you know, there's a whole journey there and lots of different forms that that took and explorations, but just, uh, moving along the, the pathway to, um, continuing to evolve learn more grow more keep going and um have a fuller embodied sense of the divine and how i experience god how i understand god in my mind and my whole body so that's a short version i don't know how how far we want to get in but uh yeah
0: (laughs) we want to know, know the awesome sauce that is you and so luke uh you i have found that our stories um about how we got here are more similar to people who are seeking right now than we may be aware of. Sometimes it can feel a little lonely to break out from the pack that you may have been raised in and start to, to realize there's more. There's more than what I've been told. There's more to seek, there's more to find, um, there's more to knock, to use that kind of language. I was very similar. I was raised in a, um, I'm, a I'm the son of a pastor And um, was raised, I can now look back and say they did the best they could. They did the best with with what was passed on to them. It did help my parents come. They both came from really terrible family backgrounds. And it gave them a home that was not as abusive. uh, And and they did the best that they could. But there did come a certain point where I began to realize there's more. There's much more. And yeah. I began to have, I was pastoring, I still am pastoring here in Southern California area. And I began to realize, oh my goodness, you know, um, I began having oneness experiences. It's all one, it's all one, and it's amazing, and it's beloved and incredible. Um, but, but the environment in that I'm in isn't allowing for me to have those conversations. So I uh, two things happened. I went underground, and then I, I went underground and just studied voraciously all the mystics that I could because I realized I wasn't going crazy. There is others that there are others who've come before me who've had these experiences and they've really stated them in beautiful ways. And then I began to find, I found um, Richard Rohr and Cynthia Bourgeau and James Finley and they were all quoting Ken Wilber and, and, and uh, working a lot with with the sort of integral framework And that I began to realize I do have a home. There's an amazing place of people that are saying, we don't want to just hate what has come before or or just demonize the the missing the mark that uh, pop religion has done, Um, but we want to be able to find a home maybe within our own tradition again. We want to be able to not just um, throw it out, but upgrade what its original intents and purposes were. So I'm wondering if you can... um, Give us a little bit of an introductory uh, on what ICN is and what it's aiming for.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I just want to echo that first. What you said is um, so true. You know, it's like uh, (laughs) the mystical experiences, the connections that I had are what carried me through, you know, and there's a lot that we need to break free of, to differentiate, to leave behind and a lot of people get stuck in that space of just, you know, throwing it all out and casting it aside. And, and you know, some people need to do that. And we give you know, total permission to that. Absolutely. Uh, But there's also a sense of coming home to your native language, to your tradition, to the the gifts that it offers to, yeah, throwing aside that which is, (laughs) you know, really damaging and harmful and um, continuing to grow. But, you know, it's kind of that sense. I really loved what you said about your parents doing the best that they can. And I think when we can look back in compassion and say, you know what, some of these spiritual teachers, some of these leaders, some of these people in my past, Maybe they were doing the best they can, and they offered what they had, and uh, well, that's another conversation. But the, you know, the movement through into a space where we can hold those broader mystical experiences into, um, yeah a greater form of spirituality that can be within the broad, broad walls of Christianity. Maybe, maybe there aren't walls. Maybe we focus more on the, the core and the center and the heart and dispense of the walls to some extent, but uh, that that's kind of ties into what integral Christianity is and integral Christian network, because um, Ken Wilber somewhat famously said, we don't need a new religion. We just need a better version of our old religion because we don't necessarily understand how much we are baked into that culture that language that reality that way of seeing the world um even in reacting against it <laughs> we're still very much embedded within it and that doesn't mean it's a prison <laughs> i guess it can be experienced that way feel for that some way. people yeah. yeah i can i can certainly <laughs> but the hope right the goal is that we can um yeah, transcend and include the good parts. We can differentiate and then reintegrate um, the wonderful gifts that it has to offer and explore and discover new evolutions of the pioneering edge of where spirituality is going now in our time.
0: Yes. Yeah, so maybe we can uh, take this moment to jump in into what ICN is and what its, what it's um, intentions are.
1: So let's start with embodied mysticism because that's the core of where we come from and even as i say that i feel myself moving into my body i feel myself deepening from my headspace into my heart into my womb into my feet and my whole body as we move into a space of like deeper knowing and deeper being Um, and we'll talk more about that whole body mystical awakening practice and embodied mysticism Um, but really ICN, uh, one of the core things it's about is empowering people to move into a more full embodied sense of their own mystical being and mystical knowing and a sense of of being uh, that's much more holistic than our mind centered Western culture and society uh, where we get where we get trapped in our in our heads most of the time. So. That's what arose for me in that moment to start with.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really important to to bring distinction to what it really is about because different religions, different spiritualities, different uh, parts of the world will place emphasis on maybe two or uh, maybe just one. You know, certain aspects of Christianity really is a very heart centered. passionate sentimental and it's in it's less uh, mature moments or it can be super cerebral and uh, and, and and very Vulcan like in the way that it worships and and, and um, Start your I, I, yeah and I'm definitely letting my charismatic roots come up here <laughs> but you know um, I I love integrating all three I, I, I want my mind to be engaged I don't want to toss that out I want the warm um, sort of uh embracing beloved nature of of the heart to be included but i i also want my body to be included in spirituality and and i think that's important to note here that when we use the word integral we're saying we're a whole ecosystem not just me i I am an ecosystem yes but i'm also participating in a larger ecosystem and we can jump into the we space that we're we're wanting to get to in, in just a moment but I really feel like it's important for us to say that what I see in is, is, is really looking to uncover and push forward is this idea that we are whole beings and we need to be practicing whole being
1: spirituality. Yeah, I mean, Christianity is the religion of incarnation. Incarnation, and, baby. And our, you know unfortunately a lot of the history of Christianity hasn't always necessarily embraced our own (laughs) embodied incarnation, uh, presence, right. We kind of put that onto Jesus and, you know, that's his thing, but no, we're all incarnations. We're all, uh, physical manifestations of the divine. And so, you know, there's a lot of ways that, that we need to learn to experience that to deepen into, to press into that. And, And even, yeah i mean embodied in a sense of of really not just like thinking about our body or noticing or scanning or or even moving our body right we we move into the energetic presence and engagement of the felt sense of body and even knowing from our body right we don't (laughs) we, we think oh we just know from our mind but there's actually ways that we know from our heart we know from our gut some of our language reflects this right we talk about intuition maybe um We can talk about knowing from the heart, right? My heart is speaking. Um, And then even a body sense way of my physical being, right? The the body knows or the body keeps the score. Some of of these little cultural Mm -hmm. uh, references, right? Of people intuiting this, knowing this in a sense, but... Uh, many times we're so imprisoned in our mind, uh, Christians and otherwise, <laughs> that we don't know how to do this. We don't know how to move into it. And that, that also, too, you know, you were talking about your mystical experiences of oneness and connection and what does spiritual embodiment in a collective sense look like to, to uh, have a spiritual practice that actually moves into the reality of that mystical interbeing of that connection we have with those around us. We can't just talk about oneness or think about it or, you know, uh, see it as this nice concept. Well, you know, actually move into the embodied experience of that. Yeah, (laughs)
0: exactly. No, I know. And, And when you had made that note earlier about different ways of knowing, uh, you know, uh, some years ago, uh, a friend of mine opened up a, a shop where she was in conventional me- medicine, and she's kind of moved to post-conventional medicine. She includes psychology and and, and emotional therapy and and um, and physical. She she's really done doing an amazing work here in our area, and uh, she had shared with me um, that you know there's more sort of. Um, neural pathways in the guts than there are in the brain and that just completely blew my brain you know that yeah. that not only in our is our body interconnected but that actually our our very the very core of our being is so interconnected it's actually more interconnected than even our minds are and there's there's something to be considered about that
1: yeah yeah absolutely i mean and and the. Uh the electromagnetic field from our heart extends up to 8 8 to 10 feet I think in around us so we you know we think we're all contained within our skin and uh, no, no, there's actually this this um, energetic dynamic that extends out to the other as well, which connects to the we space that we talk about. But that, you know, you see that in medicine, you see it in a lot of fields, right? This integration, this bringing together of a broader way of knowing. And, and another way we can think about that is consciousness, right? That we are uh, moving into a more fuller uh, Consciousness. I don't like to always say higher consciousness um, (laughs) because that gets part of it, but it's not. It's not necessarily higher. It's fuller. It's more embraced. We're we're bringing in perspectives from all these different areas and learning more and more and that allows us to see things that we couldn't see before that allows us to know things in a way that we couldn't know before not just in our mind but in our body and and that's how we deepen our consciousness which affects how we live and be in the world and um that's really what a lot of spirituality is about (laughs) and mystical spirituality for sure
0: definitely you know when we uh, I just got my master's degree in spiritual formation, and one of the courses... Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't doing a clickbait there, but it, it was <laughs> one of the classes that we took at, at uh, Portland Seminary was this class called Awareness and Identity. And we actually read a book that had Ken Wilber, who's you know, been known as the Albert Einstein of consciousness. And uh, in the course, we talked about uh, consciousness, but we also interchanged it with the word awareness, And I just want to bring that in at this particular point, because we have a lot of different definitions of what consciousness is, because it deserves a lot of different uh, definitions. It's not a category. It's not a silo. Uh, We just, you know, we're talking about integration and how basically most schools of thought that are functioning within different silos or different categories are all moving towards this sort of integrated model, medicine, psychology, etc., Uh, biology, uh, so on and so forth. But we also, as we're dealing with consciousness, we are working on our capacity to not only be aware of ourselves and to be aware of others, but to be aware of ultimate reality itself, which is beyond category. And so I, I just wanted to say real quick, as we're using words like consciousness, of mysticism, of embodied mysticism, and spirituality. What we're really working with is our capacity to be more and more aware, to be more connected in that awareness—not just analyzing our awareness, but to be aware in the mo- and more open and spacious and interconnected sense. Is there more that you want to say about that? Because I'll just say real quick: in our We Space groups, we are we are being very intentional about. Being in ourselves, very aware, very opening up our consciousness to spirit, to ultimate reality, and are interconnected with that, but then practicing that with each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it really is... Um... If we're going to take a more holistic, embodied, integrated approach to consciousness, we need to also think of it not just as sort of this learning more or this perspective of a broader seeing in the mind, right? But there's actually this way of um, participating in it. So we actually move into it with engagement in a way that uh, participates with our whole being. I I don't know if that makes sense, but it's it's a way of... Uh, engaging into that awareness, into that consciousness, right? To say that, no, we actually have a participation in that. We actually want to explore spiritual practices that intentionally move us into that space of deepening that awareness, of deepening that presence and consciousness. And um, I think that's really important. The the way we're doing it is a little different than maybe some Eastern approaches to consciousness or awareness or witnessing practices or mind meditation or things like that. There's a a real participatory nature here, both within and within the we, that um, takes that to a different level energetically as far as engagement and movement into it in an accessible way and in a way that, um, yeah, has just like this engaged intentionality, I guess.
0: And not to get too political here, but you know, we live in a part of the world where we celebrate the power of the individual, like, uh, to a really high degree, especially privileged folks. Um, but You know, we're moving into a time and in a space in our own history in our part of the world, where the I we're seeing the shortcomings of the I, um, sort of eclipsing the importance of the we. And sometimes when we talk about things like this, it's like we we might be tempted to go into all or nothing or either or kind of thing. Well, are we saying we is more important than I or I is more important? No. What we're saying when we're working with an integrated model is both are equally important. But we have kind of treated um, uh, spirituality in the West, um, especially the more exploratory a person becomes, is sort of everybody is their own bodhisattva. You know, you kind of determine how developed you are and how enlightened you are. And, you know, uh, I know in the East, you know, we get into sort of guru worship. You can find that in the Christian scriptures too. I'm of Paul. I'm, I'm of Cephas. I'm of Christ. And and Paul is just kind of, hey, man, they you know, like, we're in this together. Like, yes, you're developed. You're awesome. But don't forget, if it's not playing out in the Wii, your eye is just missing the mark. So I think what I the beauty that I've found in our particular um, practice with the Wii space is uh, let's not get into the analyzing mind. Let's just work together. Let's practice together. And if you can't practice this in your local spiritual community or... If you're just not getting that because you're not involved in a, a local spiritual community, then let's practice that here in a safe place where we can exercise those muscles in the presence of safety, in the presence of, of acceptance, and in the presence of just being uh, willing to take a risk.
1: Yeah, yeah. And experiment to pioneer and try new things. And, you know, that that's some of the sense of moving into that we is, is like I was saying before, that pathway into the participation of that connection, right? To not just say, oh, we're all one, or we're connected, or there's this loving feeling, right? Okay, that's great. You know, that's, that's one place, but we can deepen that. We can engage with that more into an actual experience of intentional movement and engagement into The felt sense of the we space to the collective consciousness to this um this field of loving connection this field of interbeing this field of um beyond just ourselves right so it includes the we it still integrates it includes the i still integrates that but is an active engagement into the we and there's a lot of different ways that that could look um and it kind of arises that that third word in our name is network. And that really connects to this sense of um, evolving Christianity, of the Christianity of tomorrow. What does that look like? How do we get there? And, you know, there there's a lot of really wonderful teachers and leaders and um you know, and that's great. And they, they advance the cause. And there's kind of that, you know, you mentioned the guru model as well, this, this kind of centering around thought leaders. And, and that's good and necessary to help sort of pull out of what is common and widely known. Um, but really, our belief and um, approach is that the best way to facilitate evolution is through a network of engaged participation where everyone is empowered to offer what they have and to collect and support one another and find these connections of um, of resonance so that people can collaborate and share knowledge and information and what's working and what's not working and um, you know, just really come together in a, a sort of mesh network or eco network of, of connection and sharing that could really connect us into um, yeah, the emergence and evolution of a better Christianity, not defined by one person, right. um, but empowering all to to engage and participate in that as sort of a broader we. So we're barely touching, we're
0: scratching the surface of what ICM <laughs> is and what it's pointing towards, but I think we've done some pretty good introductory work. Where do we want to send people who might be more interested in ICM?
1: Yeah, so the best place is to go to our website, integralchristiannetwork.org. And we have writings every Sunday that explore various topics that are related to this. We have a mailing list that you can sign up for to receive those and other announcements and information. We have WeSpace groups that you can also enroll in and um, engage with with some of the learning on the the website is the best way to, to connect and learn more.